What's going on, guys? Jeremy coming to you again. Another podcast. Today's podcast title is A Person of Conviction Will Scare People. Today, I'm doing this podcast based on uh, some of the things that have been going on in my personal life. Again, if you guys don't know me, I am Jeremy Valladares on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Mr. Keto Mexico, TikTok, I am Jeremy Valladares. I don't know what else, but just Connect with me if you want to or can. Today, I'm talking to you guys about a person of conviction scares because I wanted to share with you guys some stuff that's been going on in my own personal life. So personally, I've been um, making connections and cutting off connections with people in recent days. Um, I I want today to, first of all, give you a little bit of clarity on why I'm talking about a person of conviction scares um, because there's times that we have a firmly held belief or an opinion, and they're called convictions, a firmly held belief or an opinion. And these convictions scare people, right? That you can believe something, that you can believe something to be true, that you can live a certain way, um, scares people, right? A year ago, or maybe even over a little, a uh, little over a year ago, I, uh, I had an acquaintance who, um, was baffled that I held a personal view about different things, right? Politics, right? Different things that I agree to be right, different things that I agree to be wrong. And this person could not deal with the fact that I did not agree with them, that I wouldn't even, that I wouldn't even, um, that I wouldn't cave to their pressure. I wouldn't cave to their, uh, are you serious? Or are you, you know, trying to put pressure on you? Um, today, today's people bend for anything and everything, right? Anyone, um, anyone that has a conviction is labeled, right? Is labeled as like uh, an extremist or, or stuff like that. But being a person of conviction, it scares people, right? And so they want to label you. They want to put a title on you. They want to tell you that you're this or that you're the other because you scare them. You scare people that that bend for anything that that can be swayed, that can be, uh, their mind can be changed or can be altered in a second, right? But are you a person that firmly holds on to a belief or an opinion, right? Whether it's right or whether it's wrong, right? Do you stand on what you believe? Today's people will bend for anything for anyone, right? And so that I'm not labeled or so that people don't start naming me or calling me things, we start going with the flow and we start becoming yes man or, or no or, or yes women, right? We just go with the flow like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. We just kind of go with it, right? Right or wrong, in your eyes, people who stand on something will scare people who have never stood for anything, right? Um, someone that's so strong in themselves, so strong in their understanding or their beliefs that doesn't need somebody else's approval is a threat, right? Just look at how how much uh, like news organizations or anything else like that try to control the thought of people, right? How many of you guys have seen those videos where they start showing one reporter saying something and then they two and then three and then five and then 10 and then 100 and they're all repeating the same thing, right? It's programming, right? That's what they're trying to do. But are you strong in yourself? Are you strong in your beliefs? Are you strong in your knowledge? And are you strong in your convictions that you don't need somebody else's approval for something? That's kind of what I'm trying to to get you to understand today, right? I've done this several times, right? And I'm going to share with you guys just, you know, where and when and how I did this, right? So that you can get maybe a little bit of an understanding and maybe you won't be so um, reluctant to stand on your convictions, right? So uh, 
I'd say almost, almost two years ago, almost a year and a half ago, I, um, I went to an event. I went to an event with my business and, um, I come back from that event and I literally ask somebody who's in my business that's supposed to be helping me. Um, I ask them for help, right? And they tell me that it's a lack of training. Well, aren't you supposed to be the person that's helping me, that's training me? And so I said, you know what? If you don't want to help me, that's fine. No harm, no foul. I'm a person of conviction. I, I do that, right? Like I've been like that since I was 15, right? I, I, um, I'll stop talking to people. I'll cut people off out of my life. Not because I just want to be mean or hurtful or anything. Look, if I'm asking you for help and this is your job, you're supposed to do this. And you tell me that it's a lack of coaching. Well then coach me, right? So I stand on, on who I am, on what I believe, on who I am as a person, right? Like I'll bend over backwards for somebody. I'll take my shirt off my back for somebody. I'll, you call me that your car broke down or you need help or you need something. And I am your, I'm your person. Like I'll be there, right? And I asked somebody for help and they turn their back on me. And so I said, you know what? That's fine. But I completely cut them out of my life. Social media um, didn't block them or anything like with their numbers. I just, I just, or even on social media, I just cut them out unfriended, unfollowed, just stopped being a part. I, I I stopped allowing them to have a part in my life, especially if they can turn their back on me, right? And somebody told me like, why are you doing this? Aren't you going to need them? No, right? Of course, I'm not going to need them. And you have to come to the point where you understand what you need, who you need, and what you don't need, and who you don't need, right? I asked for help because there was somebody that could help me get further faster. There was somebody that could possibly help me coach me, right? But they didn't want to. And I said, you know what? That's fine. And I completely cut them out of my life. And I had people that know me, people that work with me, people that are in my team that asked, like, you don't think you're going to need them? No, I'm a person of conviction. If you were going to cut me off, well, then I'm cut off. And I didn't need you. You weren't helping me anyway. I'll figure it out, right? A year ago, right? Oh, a little over a year ago. Um, you, uh, many of you guys might know I'm a pastor of a church. Got cut off financially, right? Politics, time, whatever it is that you want to call it, whatever it is that happened. Not necessarily from my church, but from the church that helped us get started uh, at the mission where I pastor. And I decided that I was going to stay the course, right? I wasn't going to run. I wasn't going to flee just because because funds had run out. I had been working because I had seen this or foreseen this some time back. And I'm a person of conviction. You don't run when there's no money. You don't quit when you're not fully funded. You, you work. You find a way. You make things happen. And that's being a person who has a firmly held belief or opinion, right? Having conviction. And you... If you're like this, or if you can start building this or becoming this, will scare the heck out of people. Why? Because most people have no conviction. Most people stand on nothing. Most people, they bend for anything. They bend for anyone. They bend for any situation that contradicts them, that comes against them, right? Be strong in yourself. Don't need somebody's approval, right? Don't need someone's friendship. Don't need someone's acceptance, because that will scare the heck out of the world. I'm gonna figure it out, right? If you haven't failed, you've never tried. Man, and I've failed, I've failed big, but you know what? I I, I, heard, I saw something or heard something today and they were talking about Michael Jordan, about how he took like 
I think he took like 800 like buzzer shots, right? At the last second. And he made about 180 of those 800. But today people will call him the goat, right? The greatest of all time. He was good. And he made a lot of them, but he missed a lot of them. But you know what? People will remember when you made it, right? I've failed at many, many endeavors. I've failed at many things, but I've found success in what I'm doing now in my business. I believe I've found success in what I'm trying to do in my ministry. Although you may not see it as success, business or my ministry or my family, but man, I can't tell you the joy that I have, the happiness that I have, right? The conviction that, you know what? I'll cut people out of my life. I'll cut things out of my life. I'll cut situations out of my life. Not to be mean, not to be hurtful, but I don't need somebody else's approval. I don't need a position. I don't need a friendship. I don't need to, like, I don't need to kiss up to anybody, right? So if you do this, you become an anomaly, right? An anomaly is something that uh, deviates from what's standard, from what's normal, from what's expected. I think I'm the only person in my business, right, in the business that I'm in that has completely cut off somebody that they're supposed to depend on. I've been figuring it out for a year and a half now. When I was in my biggest point of need and I got turned away or rejected, shoot, I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about me. I got it, right? An anomaly is something or somebody that deviates from what's standard, from what's normal, or from, from what's expected. I ask for help. I don't get help. I'll figure it out. Funds dried up for the mission or the calling that I'm doing here in McAllen. It's okay. I'll figure it out. I got this. I'll work for it. I'll, I'll stay the course. And that's an anomaly, right? If for those of you guys that may know about my church world or maybe in the church world, like most people's funds dry up and what are they doing? They're hopping and skipping another, you know, another state, another town and looking for somebody to support them to go do work for another four or five years. And then they don't do anything. And then they hop and skip to another town. And you have people that are hopping and skipping town every four or five years claiming that God's called them to a new town, to a new place, right? Surely God made a mistake. Absolutely wrong, right? But I'm a pastor, right? I'm a pastor who's not in it for the money. I don't care if I'm receiving a $300 check from my church, from my sponsors, right? It's not about the money. I work my business to support my ministry. I work my business to give my family some commodities, some freedom, some independence, some some travel time, some some enjoyment, right? But I didn't go lobby for money. Hey, give me money. I'm over here on the mission field. I didn't go beg for help from somebody who didn't want to help me in my business. I, I didn't have to reach a certain amount of support before I go do what I claim God called me to do. And, and, and I know I'm going to step on toes, but that's okay. I didn't have to reach that certain amount. I didn't have to have somebody pay off my debt. I didn't have to go visit 200 churches to say, hey, I want to, I'm called to do this. If you're really called to do something, prove it and do it. Don't talk about it. I didn't jump when my sending church dropped me. And I don't have to go somewhere new every so often because somebody can't pay my way. So be a person of conviction. I spoke with somebody recently and I told him, I was like, hey, I really see this as, as wrong. And I believe you should fix this. And I believe there's a double standard. And I believe you're, you're allowing it to go on. Nothing changed. I'm a person of conviction. What do you want me to do? Stand here, sit here, and act like if nothing's going on? Heck no, I'm out. 
I quit. I'll walk away. I'll, I'll, I'll walk the other direction. But most people aren't people of conviction. They'll go with the flow. They're not an anomaly, right? They're standard. They don't deviate from what's expected. They're standard, right? They're normal. They just go with the flow. There's enough of that. Our world needs people of conviction. And yeah, you're going to scare the heck out of a lot of people. And yeah, you're going to find yourself making enemies. And yeah, you're going to find yourself being criticized. But who cares? Do you think that people's opinions of you have ever paid the bills? Do you think people's opinions of you have ever changed anything for you? And that's what happens when you stop caring about what other people think. You really and truly find this freedom because you are so strong in your convictions, in your belief, in what you know you're here to do and what you are what you felt you've been called to do, whether it's your job, whether it's your ministry, whether it's your calling, whether it's your family, whether it's move to a certain town, do certain things in life. You have to be a person of conviction. And yeah, you're going to scare the heck out of people, but it's pretty fun. I want to share with you guys this last thing, right? Today's podcast is not to throw anybody under the bus. It's to empower you to, to know that you do not have to live with status quo, with the limitations of other people's thinking. You can step out. You, you can do something different. You can live a different lifestyle. And I'm challenging you to do it. Look, people are watching. They're waiting and they're wanting to see. And you know what? I may fail, but that's okay. It's not going to stop me from trying because I've seen the other side. I've seen the reaching those places in my business. I've seen those victories in doing things with my church. I, I lost salary. Church camp was canceled this summer for, for my kids. I've seen like taking what taking 15 kids and adults to go camping uh, does for kids in their life. You think I'm going to quit? Heck no. You've lost your mind. You think because somebody can't pay my way, I'm going to stop doing what I know God's called me to do. I just got a chance two weeks ago to uh, last week to go visit some friends that are down in the Yucatan Peninsula. You think I'm going to stop going and doing my business so that I can go visit these guys and go encourage them and go tell them that they're doing a good job and they're doing what they've been called to do. Heck no. Be an anomaly. Scare the heck out of people. Guys, my name is Jeremy Violatis. If I can do anything for you, if you have any questions about today's podcast, feel free to reach out to me. You guys have a good one. God bless.